Okay, okay, season four, season four. We got this piece of cake. No big deal. Uh, there's a couple of things in the news, probably, that I should address after my time away, and... Oh my god! Is this headline correct? Chloe Kardashian's not a billionaire? My god. Is anything sacred? Hello. This is the Nightly Pleasures Podcast. My name is The Grey Knight. If you find that to be a little bit too much, you can call me Jack. If you find either of those to be a little too much, you don't want to know what the other girls call me. I write erotica. I perform it. Sometimes that performance is a little bit interactive, so be warned, I do make the sounds that come along with the script, whatever they entail. This is all for fun and fantasy. I am just a guy who writes stories, and thankfully, you all seem to think I have a nice voice. I am very, very appreciative. You can find more about me on my various social media platforms, which I will instruct you to follow pretty much non-stop after this point. But for now, I just wanted to say hello. I know there's a lot going on right now, and I don't know who you are or where you are or what your story is in any way at all. But I'm glad you're here, and I am going to try and entertain you and arouse you, and maybe give you a little bit of relief. Wouldn't that be nice? So, if you're interested, and if you think you want to have a little bit of fun, let's ease into things. It's going to be a long, hot summer season, and, well, I think this season of erotica should reflect that, don't you? It doesn't do us any good to bury our heads in the sand, especially when we want to bury them in other places. So, let's focus on the heat, on the friction, on the angst, and the twists, and all the turns that are going on in our time. But let's also remember to have a lot of fun, to enjoy ourselves while we're here, and to try and live our lives for us as well as for others, to do good for the commons, and to do naughty in the privates. Is that too much? I hope not. Everyone's looking for a little bit of guidance, and I generally do not play the part of authority. You know, unless you beg me to. But if you are looking for any kind of edict or answer from me, here it is. You're doing better than you think you are. Everyone's all kinds of fucked up, no matter how they're presenting themselves. And you're just as sexy as you were at the beginning of this year. Experience makes you who you are. Even bad ones. Even scary ones. And so you are sexy, and you are powerful, and I am going to try and help you feel that way. Let's have a fun season four, even though it's all very, very, very scary.
Kitten. Kitten. Wake up. You're having a bad dream. Mm -mm. You weren't saying anything. You were just turning around a lot. You were just... <sighs> getting really tense. Moving in and out. Oh, kitten, it's okay. It's gonna be okay. Mm. I'm not just saying it. I know it. I believe it. Oh, kitten. Mm. If you weren't here, I don't know what I'd do. Be losing my mind even more than I already am. And you know how much that is. God, I just feel so... I just feel so... unmoored. <laughs> Are you giggling at me? No. I'm not a 1600 Scottish ferryman, but I still feel unmoored. No. You don't need to apologize for laughing. You don't need to apologize to me for anything. I mean it. This is... This is something else. What we're going through, what you and I are going through. I... I just... Without you here, I wouldn't even know if I was feeling anything real at all. Before you. Before we had each other, I would just have to deal with everything I felt myself, not knowing if it was real or not. 1984 inside my own head. And I know it's confused, and I know I can be short, and you can be short, and that tempers are flaring up, but I'm just I'm so grateful for you. The stability that knowledge that when I do get stuck, when my head does do me in, when the world is too much, I can turn to you. I can ask you for more. I can ask you to hear me and see me and tell me that I'm really here and tell me that it's really real and it doesn't make any sense to you either. And that means everything. Everything. I'm, I know that I can be silent and I know that I can be stoic and I'm not trying to put on a brave face for you. I'm trying to put on a brave face for me. When it feels better to talk to you, I talk to you, and I know that you wish that was more. I do. But I try. I try. I try. I try. 
And you always show me how much you appreciate what I do. So I'm telling you, right here, right now, without you, without being able to know that you were there, I wouldn't just feel adrift. I would be lost. Nuzzle in, kitten. Get your head all the way against my chest. You don't have to say anything. Just go back to sleep. I'll hold you till you do. And I hope you enjoyed that little piece of ASMR. It's called Come Here Kitten, and, well, <laughs> I don't know how else to say this, but I'm just trying to be really honest with you guys. With everything going on, I don't really see the reason to put up a front. Uh, I got commissioned some time ago by an absolutely astounding lady of the night. Her name is Secrets and Cream, and just... Because of COVID back then, I didn't feel very sexy or very up to it. And just because of everything going on right now, I'm both in a little bit of higher demand. And then I'm I'm also spending a lot more time exercising, dieting, and just trying to take care of myself. This is a lot, a lot to say in a transition, I know. But she wasn't expecting this. And all I can say is... I'm deeply appreciative of Secrets of Cream, because not only did she understand that I didn't deliver on the bonus episode, but she was only incredibly supportive and kind. And so throughout season four, when I feel like I've got the energy, and I feel like I've got the mojo, I do want to put in little pieces like this. Little pieces that tell you that you're going to be okay, that it's going to be okay. And know that for the entirety of season four, they are brought to you by Secrets and Cream. Thank you so much to her. She really was amazing. Not only did she commission the bonus piece, but when I didn't fulfill it, again, she was nothing but kind. I did want to fulfill the spirit of her request, and I think this is the best way I can do it. And also, just be honest with all of you and show you, hey, I'm having to make adjustments and try to. But this is me trying to honor faith and spirit, and if you see secrets and cream around the server, say thank you. You know if you like the pieces. On next is one that gets a little aggressive. Season 4 is going to get a little aggressive. It's going to be the long, hot summer season, and this is going to kick it off. I'm just going to tell you now that you should make the assumption that there are going to be trigger warnings, and that your triggers might be hit in all Season 4 pieces. This one is no exception. It is called Fuck the Police. Ma'am, I'm going to need you to show me what you've got. Ah, oh no ma'am, I don't think you get it. That is not how you talk to the police these days. I'm going to need to see a license for all that equipment. You are licensed to carry all that, right? Right? 
what we have here. Hey, don't you fucking resist. I will push you up against this wall. You said you wanted a man in uniform. Oh, it's not appropriate, is it? And that's what turns you on. Fucking pig. A fucking pig having his way with you. Doing what he wants with you. Don't you? You like that, don't you? Huh? My teeth right next to your fucking ear? You like that? The heat of it? Does it make your pussy vibrate when I talk? When I talk right fucking into it? I think it does. I think you fucking like it. I think your pussy is jiggling around right now. No, I mean it. You want a sexy little outfit? You got a sexy little outfit. Let me push you up against the wall. You are under suspicion of a crime. I'll tell you what the crime is after I've searched you. After I've moved my big strong hands over your shoulders, down your back, to your waist, grab your ass cheeks. Hmm. After I have made sure and inspected every single part of you for anything that could be dangerous, then I'll tell you if I found something. And if I haven't, well, we'll see what comes next, won't we? A funny thing about where we're at right now, you asked for something some time ago, now you're getting it, and now maybe it's not the right time. But you have to deal with it anyway, because you are under arrest, even if you aren't, even if there's no crime. That's how it feels, and that is what we're working through. Hands against the fucking wall. Hands against the fucking wall! Better. Do you see how giving in is making you feel more free? Your pussy does. Your pussy's feeling it, isn't it? Your pussy's feeling exactly how warm and wet and servile it can be, isn't it? Does it turn you on that I say it? That I know it? All the frustrations going on out there? I'm counting on it. I'm counting on a heady swirl of fucking emotions. What do you want me to do? Ignore what's going on outside? Fuck you through it? Pretend? Turn it on and off like a light switch? That's not how it works. You know, that's not how it works with me. You know, that's not how it works with you. That's why I'm a dirty fucking cop. And you're the woman that I've caught. And these fucking breasts of yours? And the way they feel in my hands? They feel pretty dangerous. Do you feel dangerous when I touch them?
when I stroke them? When I move my hands over them? Do you? Do you feel dangerous? When a big, bad policeman keeps fondling you in those little circles, flicking his wrists, moving over your flesh, over and over again, getting a little bit closer every time before pulling back, sliding down and up again, pinching those nipples, finally tweaking them. Don't move too much, that'll piss me the fuck off. Don't you fucking move too much when I tweak your fucking tits. Uh Uh-uh. And then back to just rubbing. Oh, a little tickle between your ribs. Don't shudder, that'll show that you're enjoying it. Uh Uh-uh. Just let me search you. Ooh, a little rougher this time as I grip your breasts as I really pull them apart. Yeah. I like that, do you? Do you like getting your nipples pushed, civilian? Hmm? Ooh, back down to your ribs and back up. Back down to your ribs and back up. Back down to your ribs and back up. Tickle, 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 tickle. Oh, after all of that pain and discomfort, you're shuddering, you're shivering. Maybe if I wasn't a dirty fucking cop, this is where I'd lean in to kiss you. I wouldn't be able to resist your shiver, the crook of your neck, how wet I know you are. As is, I move my hands down, down around your navel. You feel that? My fingers poking around right at the edge of your hips, feeling your tummy, feeling you, and sliding down, down past your thighs, down to your knees. Ooh, my fingers running past the back of your knees. Was that inhale for me? Do you like this? See, I think I'm going to make detective one day, and I think I can feel and know what you're thinking. And I think you'll like it very, very much. I think I know what else you're thinking, too. And no, that's not my flashlight. That is my big, thick dick for you. And I'm going to push into your pussy with it. It's a real feeling of fucking power, you know, telling someone that you're going to have sex with them, telling them what's going to happen, how they're feeling. It's very, very abusive, but it's quite fun. Do you like it too? What does that say about you? Do you like to be abused? Are you a willing participant in this crime? And if you are, can it really be considered one, especially since you're the dangerous one here, since all this is dangerous. Everything I touch is really, really dangerous. Now, isn't it? 
the folds of your fucking hips, of your ass, of your neck, of your face, of your breasts. Every part of you is fucking dangerous, and you want it too, don't you? That's what this is all really about. You just want that attention, want to get outside the house and be noticed. You missed it, didn't you? All that attention that you're not getting anymore. I bet that's what you need, isn't it? Isn't it? I'll give you that fucking attention. Hands up to your ass. And just grabbing and holding. Squeezing. Hmm. Little swan. No, push you up against that fucking wall. Don't you come back. Ah, you fucking love it. You love my big, strong hands gripping your ass cheeks. Do you like that they're so big? My hands, do you like that they're so big? That they're so capable of gripping you? Of gripping nice and tight and full? Do you like that? Because I do. I like however curvy you are, I can still grab a piece of you and rip it off like you're a fucking chunk of bread. Ah. Oh. And I'm gonna fucking eat you just like it too. Stick you right in my mouth once I know you're done and chew fucking away. <sighs> Look at how turned on you are. You are rubbing your ass against my hand so much more than your breasts. Does it hurt when I grab your fucking nipples instead? Does it feel good when you push your ass cheeks against me and hurt when I pull your fucking nipples in? Should I move my hands back to your breasts? Should I take my gloved hands against your smooth, silky skin and push on down? Yes, does that hurt? Does that fucking ache? Maybe that's what I fucking like. You feel how sharp those are? You feel how sharp those fucking nipples are? Maybe that's the goddamn weapon. I can almost feel them through the fucking gloves. You want this? You want this? You don't fucking get it. You get what I give you, you take what I want to give you when I push you up against a wall, you are mine. You are mine to search. As soon as I decide there's probable cause, there is probable fucking cause. And I will fuck you for whatever cause I find most probable. Whatever I think is going to stick up in court. And maybe, just maybe, I know what the judge around here is going to think. So you have to play nice. Does it ache? It's supposed to ache. It's supposed to ache. Come on, get away from the wall. Get away from the wall. No, not all of you, just the bottom half. Front half towards the wall. Bow towards it. Bow towards it. What are you fucking doing? Get your head towards the wall. Move your legs away. Spread them. Spread your fucking legs. See? You don't even know what you need. You don't even know what you fucking need, but I do. I know exactly what you fucking need. You need a gloved finger up your wet cunt, don't you? Don't you? Right there. Right there. Does it feel good? Does it feel tight? I can barely fucking feel anything at all. I am only doing it strictly to make you feel that ache. Do you like it? Do you like that ache? It's yours now. You own it. It is your fucking ache, and you fucking own it.
and you earned every part of it, and that's just the one fucking finger. You're gonna come for it. Yes, you are. You're gonna come for it, too. Glove fingers pushing into that pussy. You think it hurts too much? It doesn't hurt too much. It doesn't hurt at all compared to how much it could, and that's what you're gonna come for. You're gonna come for this, and then you're gonna come for me, and I'm not even gonna look at you. I wouldn't even know your face. Would you know mine? Could you recognize me? I spun you around so quick. In, 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 in. Is that too much for you? Is this too hot for you? This is going to be a difficult period for you if you think this is too much. If just that one finger sliding in and out tighten that fucking pussy up. If just that one finger sliding in and out is too much for you, what is going to happen next? If this is too much pain, what happens now? No, so you need to get ready. You need to get ready for maybe just a little bit more. Stop fucking squirming. That's only going to make it more raw. A little bit more fucking pain. See? See? Two fucking fingers is not that goddamn bad. The gloves add a little thickness. Yes. They make it so that I can slide in a little faster and harder, and that's got an ache. The material is not proper, but this is a search. Searches don't feel good, do they? And yet your pussy's so fucking wet. So fucking wet for this. I think me telling you what to do made you react before you even knew what was happening. And now that I'm fingering this pussy, now I'm pissing it just a little bit nice and slow, now that I'm actually really violating you, what? I even promised it's going to get worse from here, and you're still just taking it. You like it. You like it when I do it, don't you? When I do it, don't you? It's fucking hot, isn't it? Isn't it? Doesn't matter what's going on. You will always be mine. This will always be my pussy, and I will always find a way to hammer it, and I will fuck it faster with my fucking hand and fingers if I need to. Is that what you want? Is that what you want? Because what I need you to do right now is fucking come for me. Is fucking come for me. Is fucking come for me. I need you to fucking come for me and really give it. Really fucking give it. And I mean really fucking give it to me. Me. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Do you hear me? There. There. Come on. Come on. Come for me. Come for me. Come for me. Right fucking there. Come for me right fucking now. Yes. 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 Right there. Right there. Right there. God damn you. Yes. 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 Ah, oh, see? I can't stress it enough. This is my pussy. I do what I want with it. And when I do... When I do have it, I take and use as I see fit. You're still coming down. Open your mouth. Fingers right in. There you go. Uh-uh, don't resist. Right in. Easy, easy, easy. Good girl. Good girl. Just obey. 
More me over soon enough, won't it? Won't it? There. There. Look at that. Look at how easy it is when you actually just kind of apply yourself. See? Not so bad. You focus. You concentrate. You listen. You submit. And then it's all over soon after. Shh, it's okay. Uh, I promised you you were gonna get this. And you're gonna get this. I've been thinking about giving it to you all day long. I've been thinking about how much you've needed it for quite a bit longer. <laughs> you are so wet and open. You can pretend and you can say whatever you want. But I know that this pussy is ravenous for my dick. Aren't you? Oh, I'm not asking you, I'm asking the pussy. The pussy is ravenous for this dick. Even after this was sprung on it, even after I said such derogatory things and even hurt it a little bit, even then, mm, you want me, don't you, baby? You want this big, thick, cop dick. giving it to you, mm, especially when you just take it, you do nothing, mm, but, mm, let me push into your grip, and only pull back at the end, oh, huh, that's my favorite, Beating you down to the point that you give it to me so readily that your pussy's even wetter than normal. Oh, lucky, lucky, lucky little pig I am. Oh, you love this dark side. You love that you're down deep in it and still, still I can't. Dirty talk in your bent-over position as soon as I really start moving this 
cocking it out of you. You do nothing but moan. Mm-hmm. You grip it so good. You grip me so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, when you give me total control. Oh, when you let me dominate every part of your subjected existence. When I know your mind is just crying out for me. Ooh, I wonder what you call me in your deepest, darkest desires. Is it there right now? Could it make its way out between your little whimpers and moans if it tried? Or is it buried too deep in just like my dick inside you right now you love it? Oh, the back and forth, the tightness, the push and pull, all the things you know you make me feel, the tug of war. Oh, this is where you can really equalize. You want to feel powerful, don't you? Hmm? You want to feel powerful too, don't you? Well then, come on. Make the big bad police officer whimper and beg. Make him fucking just turn into a whimpering little mouse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you can tighten that fucking pussy up. You can bring it in. You have that power. Come on. You make me fuck you. Do you understand that? You make me fuck you. You're so fucking hot. You make me fuck you. into your mouth, the fucking noise you made, the edge of your teeth was so goddamn hot, you're still surprising me, am I still surprising you, you're still coming up with all kinds of ways to make me want you, think about you, even with everything going on, even with all of it, I still do, I still think of you, I still want you, I still think of you, I still want you, I fucking still think of you, all the Yes, give it to me, god damn it, give it to me, give it to me, god damn it, yes, come for me, come for me, come for me, god damn it, yes, all over it, all over me, all over me, come on, come on, come on, yes, 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 oh my fucking Christ, you're so wet, you're so fucking wet for me, Jesus Christ, oh my Dick moves in and out of you so smoothly. Yes, yes, yes. Ooh, wow. Oh my god. You're so fucking perfect. I love to fuck you. Ah. <laughs> 
And here's hoping you enjoyed that piece. I know that I missed you guys very much. Did you miss me? 
I mean, I asked it at the beginning of the show, but did you really? Because there's a great way to show me, especially if you've never done it before. It would mean a lot to me if you'd be willing to maybe send in a voice question. Maybe, like, we're about to hear. I mean, I think it'd be nice. Especially if you like the segment. So, we do have two questions coming up here. The first, from Yoli. Hi, Jack. This is Yoli. So, how do you mentally and or emotionally prepare with doing tip shows? Like, that's a lot of attention. And <laughs> as the community grows, there are more people tuning in and interacting with you. And for many people, it might be the first time doing that, really. Um, so what is that like? Um, and also, do you have a favorite moment from any of the live shows? Okay, thanks so much. Bye. Uh, thank you so much, Yoli, for the questions. Um... How do I mentally prepare myself? That's a, the reason why I kind of laughed a little bit at that question is because I've been winging it a little too long. I think I talked about this a long time ago. The first show I did was just for patrons, and it was only in 2016, I want to say. And I was actually so nervous that I, I blocked off the rest of the day and had a hash cookie at like 10 a.m. in the morning. I was brand new to pot at this point, too. So it knocked me out. And... Uh, just spent the whole rest of that day just trying to combat the feelings that I had, not because anybody did anything wrong or bad uh, at all. In, in fact, everybody was so sweet, uh, but just because I was so nervous. And I'm very nervous and I'm very shy, and I don't like putting myself out there or even getting praise at all. And so one of the things that I'm, I'm trying to do, especially since you said, like you said, it could be the first interaction with me or the first uh, knowing of me whatsoever, is I'm really trying, because authenticity and sincerity are so pinnacle to me, so important, I am trying very, very hard to remember, especially right now in 2020, that my priority list is mine and mine alone. And I don't know what someone's going through. And I don't know what what someone what someone's uh, emotional state is that day or what they need. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dip into the serious here because we're in a pretty serious place and I'd love to just Robin Williams you to death, but it, again, sincerity and authenticity are important to me. I, I've been very poor at times in my life. I'm quite stubborn and I can get fixed on something and just not give up. And... You throw mental illness on top of that. I've been down and out. But no one ever really looked as down on me when I was, in my estimation, as other people who weren't doing that well. And when you're down, when you're, when you're not feeling that great to begin with, and you're impoverished, <laughs> we're getting very personal here. The little things that you buy to take comfort in, they're not little to you. And especially if you've not been able to buy anything you wanted at all for months on end, maybe even more than a year, because I've been there. Literally every bit of money that you had, literally every penny 
was spent on things that were necessary to maintain or had to be in the emergency budget because you didn't have enough to lose. Getting out of that mindset and getting back into a system where you can buy things that you like and enjoy, I noticed that when I, when I did get to that level of stability, that's when the insults and derision came. And that's when the attacks from the outside world came more harshly, more directly. And I bring that up in my own personal journey to say, because that's, that's, that's the opposite of, or, or not the opposite, it's the, it's the other side of the coin of privilege, right? Is now that we're all trying to acknowledge privilege, now that I'm trying to acknowledge my privilege and I'm trying to listen better because of all the events going on right now, I also want to acknowledge the flip side. It doesn't matter how privileged somebody is, especially in 2020, you don't know their story. You don't know where they're at right then. Obviously, don't take any guff or any abuse or any, any negativity from anybody, unless you want to, unless you really want to, your choice. But at the same time, it's not up to me to be that judge. And so I'm really trying so hard to do. If ever there was a time in my life or a calendar year that said, tap the brakes just a little, man, give people just a little bit more empathy and benefit of the doubt, this is it. And so these days, for the rest of 2020, my mental process uh, for, for trying to get into a show and trying to present myself to the public in any form is just not to be – everyone's going to give me – or not everyone, but uh, enough people are going to give me allowances to be grouchy and grumpy, especially now, uh, or to be self-centered. But I don't want the allowances. Right? I don't like, that's not my, I don't go to bed that night going, ha, 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 slate it. Right? So I'm trying and actively preparing myself before every show, knowing I'm going to get hard questions, knowing I'm going to get insults, knowing I might get triggered, knowing that thing, well, I'm not, I don't know I'm going to get insults. Usually shows go great, but sometimes, you know, you get jeers. Uh, but, but knowing that there's, I've got to be both in a performance persona and authentic, that's the mindset. That's what I'm really trying to bring to the table right now. For my shows, for anything that I do live, for anything that I touch, uh, I'm, I'm trying to bring this preparation of, okay, I'm me, but I gotta be a real patient version of me. Because I don't understand or know what's happening with everyone else, especially as I move in and out of my own schedule, especially as I focus on myself, especially as I don't read the news as often, and so on and so forth it goes. And it does. It goes on and on and on. Isn't it crazy? All right, Yoli, thank you so much for the question. We have one more question. It's from Papillon. Hi, Jack. It's Papillon here. I hope you're well. Thank um, you. I hope everybody is um, traveling okay. Me and... too. Staying safe mm -hmm. and, and looking after themselves in, uh, in these strangest of strange times. Very strange. Um, I have a couple of questions. Please. Um, I recently had a big cleanup of my spare room. And um, one of the items that I came across was a big box um, of old books from my childhood. Um, I opened up this box and, my goodness... <laughs> Just, you know, it was just like opening up a, um, 
this treasure trove of childhood memories, um, all very positive ones because I was a big bookworm and I did love reading. Um, so I wondered uh, if you had a particular, um, particularly strong memory, happy memories of um, of a book or a series of books um, that you read when you were a kid that mm-hmm. that stayed with you that um, that yeah that just makes you smile. Think back. Um, yeah. Oh, thank you so much for the question. Uh, and I got a big smile just hearing that you're you know, cleaning up and you're finding childhood treasures and you're trying to use this time for you know maintenance, something positive, all the rest. That's fantastic. Uh, thank both of you girls for your questions. Appreciate you both. I swear I'm I'm not in a bad place. But I am in an honest place, and people are talking about serious shit right now, so I I feel pretty open to do the same. One crazy thing about child abuse or about abuse and depression in general is that your, your memory around that period of time is really flaky. And it's when both of my parents are like working full-time real jobs for the first time in their life and are outside uh, as I get a little bit older – uh, as my as my as my younger sibling grows up, and I don't need to do as much for her and emotionally or, or, or you know around the house, uh, that's when I start having real concrete and real clear memories that I know are my own. And in that period, uh, about ten, eleven, twelve or so, uh, is is I'm reading voraciously, and the books that are coming to mind are Rhonda of the Forest. I don't know what translation or what author. Author, uh, It's a Scandinavian tale. I don't know where in Scandinavia, uh, but it's from that area of the world, and I was really entranced with that. Uh, Sweet Valley Twins came a little bit earlier and were a little bit more murky. I don't really remember those books as clearly. Uh, my, my dad really objected to me reading Sweet Valley Twins. He thought it would make me gay. Uh, <laughs> I just, I just realized it's Pride Month, and I just, I don't. I was gonna make the joke. I wish I could do something to make me gay, but can you say that as a straight person, or is that now considered like, how dare you? I don't, especially during Pride Month with everything else going on. But that's the joke that came to mind. Like, is there a switch? I know all of you would be disappointed, which is what makes that joke extra funny. Uh, the big young adult or young adult-ish series that absolutely captivated me and possibly had a big influence on, on be, becoming a wannabe writer or writer uh, would be Wizard of Earthsea, Ursula K. Le Guin. Uh, big, big fan. I was actually just talking about uh, the second book in the series with somebody not too long ago. Big, big fan of that series. Uh, I think I think that about... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ronda the Forest was a big one, especially if you have a, a younger daughter who is just... I don't... I don't, I don't know how to put this, a terror. Like if you have a younger daughter who you love her and she's sweet and she's amazing and bright and you know she's just got all that empathy in her deep down somewhere, but she's legitimately just a jabberwocky in girl form. Rhonda the Forest, uh, can't recommend it enough. It's about a, she's a, she's a misadventurous a uh, gal who makes friends with bandits and doesn't fear forest trolls. She's all kinds of like she's like Pippi Longstocking, but like the cool hardcore version. She's fantastic. You'll love her. 
Uh, okay, that'll have to do it for the show. Thank you so much to everybody. Uh, I do appreciate it. Send in questions. Send in love. Send in support. Send in messages. Um, I'm trying to respond a lot more, and again, a lot more openly on my blog on Tumblr. I know I've kind of dropped the ball on Twitter. I apologize. I was getting too many weird anons, but like the non-anon messages, the non-curious cat messages are nice. You can send me those. I'm responding to those pretty great. Um, I, I, I just want to say on a personal note, me and Allie really appreciate the time that we get off um, and that we can focus on other stuff. And I know I'm speaking for both of us when I say for our mental health, for our productivity abilities, uh, for the ability to bring you this podcast and more, uh, we, we are so thankful that you guys understand that we need some time off for every once in a while, that this is, you know, this is, it's still work even if we love it and it's still creation and it's still draining and with everything going on, just know that you guys gave us nothing but love, support empathy, all of it, and really, honestly, we're very grateful. Uh, last but not least, if you did miss me, and you can afford it, there is the Patreon. For as little as a dollar a month, you get a lot of additional content. If you did miss it, there's a fair bit up on there. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm hearing good things about the last couple of months. I've been trying to really roll that out regularly, uh, at least at the end of the month, not really quite hitting the productive abilities that I thought I would print around with. But I, uh, I, I, by and large, the patrons seem pretty happy, and maybe you would be too. So there's that. Uh, thank you to each and every last one of you who's a fan. Share it. Share us. You know you love the podcast. You know you're appreciative. If my, if my voice physically does something to you and you're listening this far in, oh my god. Won't you share me with a friend? Won't you push me on social media? It would mean the world to me. All right, guys. I will see you next week. It's season four. We're off to the races. Thank you very, very, very much for being here with me. Bye.